Amazing. Well, thank you both so much for being here and welcome to the Ripple podcast. I am so excited to have you here and to get to introduce you to everyone who listens to the Ripple. Um, I'd love to just pass the mic pretty quickly right over to both of you and allow you both to introduce yourselves and what you do in the world because you can do a lot more justice to the amazing work than you do than I could. Yeah, yeah. So. of course, Chelsea. Mm. Yeah, I'm Dr. Corey. And I'm Jess. We're the healing couple. We're a health duo, a naturopathic physician meets a yoga teacher. And we've really come together over the years. It started with a small workshop and has grown into like a whole breath work enterprise, multiple mm -hmm. six-figure business. Who knew? Um, but we're really proponents and flag bearers of how breath work can really impact your nervous system and your life. We were two, I was a more on the depression spectrum, Jessica was more on the anxiety spectrum. Um, and it really impacted us, even though we were high achievers, even though we were doing all these things, we were really miserable mm -hmm. on the inside. And so breathwork was one of the biggest keys that unlocked what was already inside, which was our peace, which was our calm, mm -hmm. which was our confidence. And we've developed a very specific practice called the reset breathwork method, which we trained you in Chelsea, which is a yes. long form journey that helps people heal from the inside out. And that's not done through just like quick pranayama practices. This is a healing journey to re reset your nervous system, hence reset breath work. So we have that. And then we also have a teacher training as well, where we teach people from all over the globe. I can't believe it. By now there's how many countries? So we've got we have certified facilitators in 10, 10 countries, countries and then also over 30 states within the United States mm -hmm. that, that are supporting this work. So speaking of, you know, this, you know, the, the podcast, the ripple podcast, right? I mean, it's, 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 just, it's been so amazing through certified facilitators like you, Chelsea, the ripple is just expanding beyond what we could have even imagined. Mm, that is so incredible. And it makes me so happy because when I think about my experience going through the training at such a hard time for me in my life and how impactful it was and how supportive the both of you were and how grateful I am to have breath work in my own life and then to be able to share it with clients and people that I work with. I just want everyone in the whole world to get to do it and be like introduced to it. So I love hearing about all of your massive success and the way things are growing. And I am 0% surprised because I know how incredible the both of you are and the practice is. So that's amazing. Thank you. Mm, thank you for saying that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to bop around and just ask some of the most common questions that I get um, around breath work and help to hopefully demystify what is now, I feel, becoming a very like buzzy type wor word in the self-help yeah. world. That a lot of people are like, is this synonymous with meditation? What is breath work really? What's happening to me when I practice it? What's the right way to do it? What's the wrong way to do it? How many times a week should I do it? I'm sure you guys get all of these questions as well. Um, so I guess first and foremost, how would you define breath work to somebody who just wanted to understand a bit more of what the practice actually is? That's a great question. And I'm glad that we're starting here because I think it's really important because like you said, buzz, breath work is becoming such a buzzword, right? People are mm -hmm. throwing up breath work or saying, I'm a breath work facilitator. And that could mean so many different things. Yeah. 
Um, there's many different techniques and forms of breath work, just like with like fitness, right? If someone says like, I work out, that could mean you are lifting weights and you're doing strength training. That could mean you're doing hit Zumba. I mean, yoga, like even within yoga, right. That there's so many different forms. So same thing with breath work. Right. Um, but breath work at its just really in the most simple terms, it's, it comes down to two components. One is consciousness and awareness of your breath. You are, as you practice breath work, you are focusing on your breath. You are bringing attention to it. And there is so much actually power just in that alone, because how often are we thinking about our breath? Right? Yeah. We breathe 20 to 25,000 breaths a day, yet very few of those breaths are we actually even conscious of. So by becoming aware of our breathing, that alone actually helps to slow down and to deepen our breath rather than for most people, usually it's shallow, it's up in the chest, right? So there's the awareness component. And then the other component of breath work is also changing and modifying how you're breathing. So it's not just becoming aware of it, but it's also shifting the pattern. And there's many different patterns. There's many things that you can add to the pattern of breath, whether it's breath holes, you can do cold plunge, you can add movement. Uh, you know, with reset breath work, we add affirmations, visualizations to the breath pattern itself. Um, but those two components is what really makes up breath work. Now there's a whole umbrella of these different techniques. Mm -hmm. right? You can go anywhere from pranayama practices, which are ancient yogic breathing techniques, which are amazing. Some of them help to up, upregulate our nervous system. Some many help to downregulate or calm the nervous system. A lot of these are just a couple minutes long and there is a lot of benefit to that. But we'll we do with reset breath work is really on the other side of the spectrum where it's longer form journeys. You could be doing reset breath work with us from anywhere between 25 to upwards of 45 minutes to even an hour, you know, with our, some of our more, with our veterans, we'll, we'll stretch them and we'll take them on, on longer journeys. Um, but what we're doing, like Corey was sharing a little bit earlier is that through doing breath work for a longer period of time, we're actually helping you to stretch your nervous system. We are actually, you know, the nervous system can be broken down into sympathetic nervous system and also the parasympathetic. So sympathetic is fight or flight, right? And freeze. Parasympathetic is rest, digest, relax, right? And what we're doing is we're actually intentionally stretching the sympathetic nervous system. And be like, wait a minute, what? Like for many of us, we're, we're very sympathetic dominant. Like we're in that state for a lot of the time. We're like, we're, you know, in traffic and we're stressed out or we're stressed out with work and emails and clients and, you know, all the things. Um, but when we're usually when we're in that state, it's because of our external environment, right? We're kind of just responding and reacting to life. But what we're doing here is we're studying the sympathetic, but we're doing it in a safe space. And we're actually, when we, we stretch ourselves so far, we're going to create a new baseline. It's like a rubber band. Like we're stretching the rubber band so, so much. And then we're going to snap it back and it's going to go back to its original state more loose. I think about like a rubber band when you start back into its, like its regular state, it's, it's loose. There's, there's ease there. And that's what we're doing with ourselves. We, we go so, you know, so, so, so hard. And then we're like the calm that you feel afterwards is unlike anything that you may have ever felt before. Yeah. Thanks so much, Jess. I think that description is going to be so helpful for people who 
maybe have never tried um, a practice like breath work or especially one that is meant to tap into the sympathetic nervous system. And that's something I frequently find myself talking about with clients that I work with because it is so counterintuitive, I think, to the association that's made to the the term of breath work. Or again, I often find that many people associate it with meditation. And in my experience, and especially being trained now in the reset method, it's so very different. The um, experience that we're initiating with this practice and the outcome is so very different than many other practices that I have like practiced myself or um, have shared with people before. And I know you spoke a little bit, um, Dr. Corey, to some of what you noticed uh, for yourselves on a personal note that it helped with, right? Like some depression or depressive symptoms or some anxiety or anxious symptoms. And then just hearing you talk about that rubber band analogy how do you feel or what is it about breath work that you think or have seen helps people differently than maybe something like more traditional practices like psychotherapy or like coaching or uh, meditation? And not to say that there's anything wrong or bad about I love all those things. I do all of those things. <laughs> I'm a huge advocate. And I think breath work for me was the missing piece. And so I'd love to hear about your, your insights and experiences on the differentiating factor there. Yeah. I think there's many different components, many different ways I could go about this, but there's a, there's, okay. There's two models that I want to talk about the first one. And and with your psychology background, this will probably hit your taste buds a little bit (laughs) is that you have either a top down healing um, modality, meaning really brain focused. So cognitive behavioral therapy, talk therapy, um, all that type of stuff that we're really exposed to within modern society, modern medicine, right? Like talking about our problems. So top down means first mind, brain, then body. Flip side is bottom up, meaning body-based practices that then integrate into our conscious mind or central nervous system. And that's what breathwork is. Breathwork's a body-based experience. The other model that I want to talk about is passive modalities and active modalities. So meditation, right, while it's wonderful, is very much a passive awareness modality, right? Sitting, getting the mind quiet, receiving information. Reset breath work, it's a very active process. You got to work for it. And why me and Jessica are proponents of that is because we have done the meditation We have done the pranayama for years, like decades and decades, and it's great. I think it's a great base, Mm -hmm. but if you really want to tap into the potential of your body, of your nervous system, you have to really experience the edges, the limits, because that's the only way you build what's called nervous system resilience within your body. I think, and this is my proposal, it's not fact, but my proposal is is that with modern data society, we are living in a chronically low grade stressed environment. For sure. And the problem with that is we're not dealing with 
the same level of stressful situations we have in the past. The way our nervous system is really set up, Chelsea, is it's set up to experience almost no stress, followed by life determining stress, meaning chased by a bear, I don't know how to eat food, where is my shelter, and then going back down again once we get that. And so it's used to these really high peaks and these really low parasympathetic lows. And with modern day society, we have the micro ones. Someone cuts us off in traffic. We get a text that we don't like. We forgot to pay this bill, even though it's electronic and we had an automatic payment set up. And so now we're coming down on ourselves for that. And it's like, it, it adds up. All these little things add up. And my theory is, is that because it's chronic low grade stress, it builds up slowly over time. Ooh. And our nervous system doesn't know how to deal with that. So it keeps holding, 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 holding in our bodies. And so getting back to that first model where I was talking about top down, sometimes you can't talk your problems out. Sometimes you can't out, you definitely can't outthink them. <laughs> and if it's been so low grade over time, the mind and the body says, oh, this is just our normal. Like, I shouldn't feel depressed. I shouldn't feel anxious. I shouldn't feel stressed out. So I'm just going to keep staying right here. And so why it's so important to have these types of challenging breathwork experiences. And I don't say, I don't say like challenging, but like, you're going to put in the work, right? Yeah. It's going to be intensive. Mm -hmm. Why that's so important is because it allows your body, your nervous system specifically to go back to what it's used to, which is these really intense experiences followed by long periods of parasympathetic. And so if you can essentially create an internal experience with breathwork that's stronger, we call it a peak emotional experience that's stronger than the chronic summation of all the little stresses throughout your life, your body will adapt to that peak experience, even if it's just you laying on the floor. And now that becomes your new reset point. That becomes your new normal. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is your parasympathetic kicks in so strong and so long that's not anything that you can get anywhere else. So that's why I'm such a proponent of it is it's really tapping into the ancestral ways of our nervous system in modern day times and giving yourself finally a chance to reset. Cause most people, I don't think they realize how stressed out they are. Yeah. And until you really challenge your nervous system, you will experience that level in real time. And that feedback is priceless. Yeah. I love that description. And I think it's so, there's so many things that you said that I want to talk to do yeah. more because I think that it's so unique in a sense. And I, I, I genuinely feel like there are so many people, myself included at times that walk around our lives and the world so disconnected from our physical bodies and from the awareness of how much little minor annoying stressors we carry day in and day out that we honestly just tell ourselves like we should be able to handle or we're not bothered by but really we are or um that do build a lot of times subconsciously and then we wonder why we snap at our partners because they put the dishes in the dishwasher the wrong way or things that logically and rationally we know are in a big deal. And yet 
we cannot help ourselves, but by having such a big reaction. And what I find in, in sharing breathwork and in practicing breathwork myself, and what you just described so beautifully, is that this practice helps you experience a different stress in a different way that is more constructive so that you can get used to that and be able to let go of the little smaller stuff beneath that while also building your um like internal capacity to be a bit more resilient or even aware of what stress feels like in your body and navigate that differently so i think that sometimes I find breathwork is a little bit perplexing because there's not always a direct connection or correlation of like, I had this breathwork practice and then this happened and this was different. But over time, you can start to notice subtle shifts or changes in your disposition at times or your ability to let things go or how relaxed you feel in the general day to day um, or just how you understand yourself and your body. And I think that that is so unique in our world where we are so top heavy and so many of us only live from the mind. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I I'll say on, on a personal note for me, that's how I lived a majority of my life. It was like, me too. like the shoulders up, like that's where I lived. And then everything from the shoulders down, I was completely disconnected from. And one common thing that we hear from our clients and our students is after breath work, especially those who are new to the practice, they come out and they're like, oh my God, I didn't even realize how much I was holding on to. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I was aware that I was like stressed out, but I didn't realize it was to that level. And they feel so much lighter afterwards. So it gets to your point where like, we don't, sometimes we don't even realize how disconnected we are, or we just assume that this is just normal or we think that we can handle it. Like we're, we're good. And until we like actually sit with ourselves and sit with our body and focus on bottom up healing, then we realize we really like kind of look at all of it, which can honestly be, be scary. Sometimes it's, it's, and it's confronting. Um, but that's really what we've found is the true path to healing is like yeah. really the only way it is through. And that was the case for me. And that's why I'm so passionate about sharing it with so many people is because like I said, I was so disconnected from my body until I did breath work and I had to really sit with myself. And honestly, even the first time I did breath work, I was so in my head that I was overthinking even, you know, breath work. And it's like, that can be, you know, that's the case for some people where we're like, it shows you everything you need to see. Even it was like, wait, if you're overthinking breath work, you're probably overthinking a lot of shit in your life. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> But I remember people sharing their experiences at the end, like just incredible uh, visualizations or just feeling so free in their body and feeling so calm. And I was like, wow, well, clearly there's something to this and I want that. So I'm going to keep showing up and I'm going to make this consistent. And then the second time that I did breath work, that's when my whole life changed. Mm. And I'll never forget about halfway through the, the, the journey. I just, I started to just start, I started laughing. And I'm like, I have no idea why I'm laughing right now. I have the biggest smile on my face. And here I am like laying on the floor in a dark room with like 40 people. And I'm like, oh my God, like what? But there was this like this happiness and this joy that was like coming over me. And I heard this voice and it was actually my myself, like my future self just saying to me, Jess, this is what true happiness feels like. Mm. And then I started to cry because I was like, wow, like, I didn't realize this was possible for me to, to feel this. 
And that's what happens when we numb ourselves to our emotions, especially like the quote unquote negative ones. When we push out sadness or grief or anger and whatnot, what we're actually doing also is we're, we're numbing ourselves and we're, um, we're not allowing ourselves to feel like the good, the, you know, the good emotions, like how, how good it can actually feel. And so it's like, wow, like I can actually feel this good. Oh my goodness. Um, and so from, from there on, it was like, I was fine. I was like in my body like through every moment, right? Like going to the grocery store and feeling like, wow, like things just look and feel so much clearer. Like it just opens you up to a whole nother world and puts you back in the driver's seat of your own life is really what it's doing. Yeah, it's so true. I got chills as you were describing that. And I'm also like, I would like to do breath work now tonight because <laughs> <laughs> I know like what that feels like. Um, I'm curious the, when you described your experiences and you described that, um, yeah, it can be confronting and it can be scary and it, it can be um, intimidating to even hold the thought of sitting with yourself or being honest with yourself or for many people getting more into their bodies. What, how would you both, support that person or what might you say to that person who is intrigued but also terrified and skeptical of this process yeah Yeah, I think the biggest thing you're gonna yeah (laughs) there's a lot of background noise right now for us are you anything I don't hear anything so (laughs) thank you okay so what I would say to your audience is if you're really struggling with getting getting inside your body or maybe even feeling feeling alive, there's a direct correlation behind that. Meaning when you've had past experiences, particularly trauma, um, emotional trauma, what happens is that gets stored within the body, within the nervous system in the same exact spot where your nervous system determines how alive you feel. So it's like trauma is trying to get packed in in the same spot where we feel alive. Lovely. Let that land a little bit. Like that is, that is like a direct, so there's a direct counterindication to feeling alive based upon our past traumas. Mm. So why would we want to get inside our body? Logically, why would you want to feel anything? So if you are struggling with that, I would say, hey, breathwork is probably a really good option for you. Because the the little literal antidote to that is breath work. How do I know that? Because if you breathe in the present moment, that's a direct counterindication to this whole not feeling alive business. It's literally showing your nervous system that I am alive. And if you breathe in a certain way, in a certain technique for a certain length of time with a certain amount of intensity, you can actually overcome that rewire and rewire what is happening within your nervous system so that you can feel alive. How do I know this? We've done this for over 30,000 people over many years now. And the most common thing that people will come up into us and say, whether it is a one-on-one session or group is, Dr. Corey, is this normal? Mm. You know, when I started to come see you, I, I, I was like, I was depressed or I was anxious, or I was XYZ, or I was dealing with this trauma, and I, I couldn't get over it. And I, I just did this session, and is this normal? But like, I literally don't feel like I'm an anxious person anymore. 
Like I, I don't even have to think about not being anxious. I don't even have to think about not being depressed. I don't even have to think about that thing that happened to me anymore. That's how I know there's been a rewiring of the nervous system because you are now a new human being and you are alive. Yep. And I think you just so perfectly described why for me, this is the missing piece is because we could talk in circles and in circles and in circles. And while there is value in that without bringing your body on board, it's a lot more challenging and sometimes not so possible to be able to let something go or change our relationship to uh, an experience that we've had or an identity or a belief that we hold. And it, I, they're just, it's, it's hard for me even to find words to describe what you just did of the, is this normal? Like, how did that just happen? Cause for a lot of people, it's things that they've been working on carrying, trying so hard to quote unquote, figure out or quote unquote, let go or fix or fill in the blank um, for years, for years. I'm curious when you think about, um, I know we've, we've said a couple of times that, that breath work's starting to feel more like a buzzword and obviously it's gaining a lot of popularity. What do you think are some of the most influential factors that are helping it like spread so quickly and so powerfully? That's such a great question. I think one, one thing is that, um, on the whole, I think our society is a little fed up. I think, um, you know, we've, we've all like on a global scale have gone through so much stress, so much trauma, so much just, um, honestly, like lack of, of trust, lack of clarity. There's been so much uncertainty and there's been a lack of leadership. I'm not going to get too in, into it and get too political, but here, but, um, I think a lot of us have felt really lost and like, also like, who do I look to? Right. And so practices like breath work, it's like, it has you look at yourself and be the leader of your own life versus like trying to look outside of you for the answers. Because I think a lot of us have been doing that and we haven't found any. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, um, and so I think that we, we with breath work, like getting like your power back it's, it's one of the most empowering practices because like Corey was saying, there's pa more passive healing modalities, but then there's more active ones. Like with breathwork, you are an active participant. And then it, it, it talk about building up like confidence and like, Hey, like knowing I have the answers inside and I, I can take control over my life. Yes. There might be things outside of my control and there's things in my environment that I maybe can't change, but there's something I, I can change. And that's my breath. And when you change your breath, you change your emotions, you change your thought patterns, and then you change your behaviors. And when you do that, you change your results. You can change your whole life. And that's not hyperbole. And so I think that people are just like waking up to that. And then when, when, I'm feeling this good. I'm going to want other people in my life to feel good. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to share it with my friends. I'm going to share it with my family. And so I think that's just really just spreading because people are like gotten to a point where they're like, I'm actually willing to try anything. I'm open. I've noticed the world is more open and ready than ever before to these practices because breathwork has been around actually for thousands of years. 
Yeah. We're not saying, hey, we're doing anything new. We're the, you know these grand creators and gurus. No, it's been around it, but we've just taken these things to make them more approachable. We've right. done that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just such an exciting time because uh, people may like, because you know, we've been in the game for a little while and yeah. we've noticed just in the last five years, how much things have changed, how receptive people are. Yep. People even just like four or five years ago, I'm like, that breath work, I don't know about that. People now are like, hey, I've heard a little bit about that. I want to try it. And that, yeah. that for me, I think is so cool. And I think it's really exciting for where our society gets to go because we've got to bring power back within our, ourselves. And that's how we're actually going to see change in the world. When people ask, like, it's a really big question. Like, how do we change the world? How do we change what's going on? How do we heal the world? That's like a really big undertaking. Yeah. And I would say it starts with one breath at a time. That's how we can heal. the world. Yeah. I love that. And I think that, that, personal power is palpable in hearing you describe the practice and visceral when you do open up to saying, let me try it to somebody who's listening, who maybe is on the brink or has tried it once, but wasn't able to be all in on it, right? Like these are the conversations that I really want to be having so that more people can hear from experts like you both of all of the things that you have seen and that you've experienced because you've been in the game for as long as you have and you've learned so much about different modalities and watched how um like one person taking their power back initiates the next person right like that's what the ripple and this podcast is all about and a lot of the work that I also love to do because you can see it when somebody like finds themselves again mm. and starts to lead their life again, like their life again, or maybe for the first time ever, people notice and people start to look around and be like, wait, what just happened? How can I get some of that? And mm. I love breathwork because it's such an accessible way to learn how to do that for yourself. That to your point, Jess, doesn't need your whole world around you doesn't have to change in order for you to access something like breath work. It starts mm -hmm. with it. And mm -hmm. I, that that's been one of my biggest takeaways now facilitating breath work just over the past year or so since I've gone through the certification with you all. So mm -hmm. I'm so grateful. Mm -hmm. So grateful. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it gets me really emotional. I mean, I have tears in my eyes just thinking about about that ripple and and to your point about when when you that personal power is so palpable and when when there is somebody who steps into their power like the the impact that that has mm -hmm. on other people even if your family members or your friends never even tried breath work. It's just even you sharing your energy with people, you know, just other people feeling and reaping the benefits from the shifts that you are experiencing that has, that has major impact. And, and I mean, we could go down a whole rabbit hole of also the generational impact that breathwork can have is like, when you do that healing work, you can be, you can heal, you know, your lineage, you know, heal the things that have been passed down generations. And then mm -hmm. also, you know, create like a, you know, a break in the chain and, and 
and impact generations that come after you too. So like the, the impact is, is just massive when you take ownership and responsibility for your own healing journey. Yeah. It's so true. And so amazing mm-hmm. for someone who's listening, who might be listening to this and thinking, okay, I'd really like to try this. I want to integrate more of this into my life. Where do I start? What does that look like? What would you say to that person? Great question. We get this one a lot where it's like, hey, yeah, where where do I start? Yeah. I'm ready. I'm open. Where do I begin? Mm-hmm. And this comes back to the very first question when you're asking, like, okay, like what is breath work? And I said one of the 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 one of the two components of what makes breath work breath work is the awareness of your breath, being conscious of it. I said 20 to 25,000 breaths a day that we take, but many of those we're not even aware of. And so I would say, start with awareness, start becoming aware of your breathing. Now, what does that, that look like? That's like when you're doing the dishes or when you're working on email or when you're driving your car, just notice, check in, how am I breathing? Am I breathing fast or slow? Am I breathing deep or shallow? What muscles am I using to breathe? Am I breathing into my belly or is it more up in my chest? Because if you're breathing in out through your chest all day long, that can build up as chronic stress. When we breathe down into our belly, we're activating our parasympathetic nervous system. The rest, I just relax, right? So it's, it's becoming aware and then just making those small shifts. Let me just slow down my breath, bring it down into my belly, make it a little bit more fluid versus kind of maybe like choppy or most people when they start becoming aware of their breath, they're like, I didn't realize how much I was holding my breath. Oh my God. Let yeah. me breathe. <laughs> so that the, the impact of that is so profound. And if you're like, okay, that even seems that's even just like challenging to like, get myself to make that like a consistent routine. We have a free mindful breath audio on our website, the It's an eight minute audio. You can just plug in and you can even, you have eyes open or eyes closed and and listen to that daily. That will help to train you to become more aware of your breath. So start there. And then if you're like, Hey, I'm ready to go all in. I'm ready for the next level. I'm ready for all the things you guys were talking about with like, you know, intensive breathing. Kind of, I want to start challenging myself. I really want to like get in there and really start to heal and feel. Then we have monthly online breathwork classes. And then also, I mean, you know, Chelsea, you're an incredible facilitator. You can, you can check out the offerings that you have to to take it a step farther with reset, with reset breath work. And I'll say it's just as powerful online as doing it in person too. I think that's really important to mention. Cause we were like, Oh, I'll just wait for like an in-person experience, but there is something really powerful about even doing it virtually. Yeah. So true. I love that you started with, um, just the awareness piece first and foremost, and that that in and of itself can be tremendously powerful. Um, and I think from my own experience, I practice breath work with you both online for over a year before I ever met you in person or ever tried breath work in person. And I loved it. So there's so much that can happen virtually through the practice. Uh, Dr. Corey, anything that you would say that Justin didn't mention to that person? No, I think it was great. I mean, it's just, you, you have to start with what feels right. You know, yeah. really trust your intuition because I think that's another piece of it is we have been so robbed of our gut feeling and intuition mm-hmm. because we are oversaturated with knowledge. Yeah. Especially okay. with the internet, chat GPT, like mm-hmm. you can, 
people think they can access everything and anything, but they don't have the context and they don't have the wisdom of applying that knowledge. So if you are going to take a step into these body-based practices, really ask yourself, what would feel good for me in this moment? And start following along that journey because what breathwork really is, whether you start with pranayama or breath awareness all the way to reset breath in these long form journeys, what this is really about is you taking a stand for, you know, however you identify you as a human being taking a stand for yourself and saying, I am ready to go on the hero heroine journey. And this is what it's going to be. And there's going to be some ups. There's going to be some downs. Like I said, healing is not linear. It's spirals and circles and some step backs and some step forwards. But if you're going to start, start by following your intuition. Mm, I love that point. And I think it speaks to a willingness to release some control in order to sure. gain it in other ways. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and and finding the support that you need in order to feel safe to do so, right? And I think that that's something that I find to be different about the reset method in particular is that being guided is so incredibly valuable, especially, especially when you're brand new to it. Um, and I think that it just helps expand things that you don't even know exist when you're able to be with somebody else virtually or in person um, in order to yeah, go through the experience and learn the technique and um, yeah, really feel safe to embrace that. I, I think so too, just, especially because breath work is such a stripped down modality of like, it's just you and you, you and yeah. your breath. Yeah. No like fancy tools or tricks or trades or <laughs> crystals. There can be crystals, people bring crystals, <laughs> but it's just you and your breath. And so to start out just on your own can be a little innocuous, meaning it's really easy to get in your head. Yeah. And then you lose the depth and the gravity of the practice itself. And so really, I mm -hmm. couldn't agree more. Finding somebody that can guide you, that's one step, one flight of stairs, just a little farther along is going to really help catapult your breathwork journey and make it sustainable for you. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like having, it's, it's like having a personal trainer. Think about it. When you go to the gym, even if you know, you know, like, you know, what you're doing in the gym, you might not push yourself as hard as you would. If you had a personal trainer, if you have a guide who like can see your potential, like know how to, how to support you, you can go way farther than you think, especially when you have someone holding you accountable and being right there with you. And that's the same with breath work. You have that guide, you have that facilitator, they're going to stretch you and you're, it's going to open up so much more than you could, you know, ever experience when you're just by yourself. Yeah. It's so true. So true. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Um, Okay. One last question that is semi unrelated. Actually, I lied. I have two more questions. All right. <laughs> one is in a different direction and then the other will help us just kind of wrap up. The one question I wanted to ask was what led you guys to starting your own um, certification program? And I, I saw you also just came out with level two. Yes. Mm -hmm. Tell mm -hmm. me a bit about why you chose that path. I think there's so many paths that we can go when it comes to working in the healing professions and being online entrepreneurs and different programs that we can offer, why teacher training is one of your core offers? 
Mm -hmm. That's such a great question. This comes back to the ripple, right? We really sat with what kind of ripple, what kind of impact we want to make on the, on the planet. And we realized that between the two of us, we can impact a lot of people in our lifetime. We plan on doing this until our very last breath, right? We, we ain't stopping. We're just getting started. Yeah. And we want to see how many, how many lives that we can touch and how many people that we can support through the breath. And we realize that we can only impact so many people in our lifetime. And how can we create a greater ripple? Well, that is training other people and sharing this wisdom with other people so that they can, you know, people like you, Chelsea, so that you can go out and impact your clients, your students, your family, your friends, your community. And like we shared in the beginning, we have people from 10 different countries and that continues to grow and over 30 states within the United States. So I just, I just imagine the, the, all the pockets across the globe and how like, it's just like a web. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And so that's just the legacy that we desire to, to create and to leave behind. That's the mark we want to make on the planet. And it also came down to as well, like many people coming up to us after especially our group experiences. And they're like, this has impacted my life so much that like, I feel like it'd be a disservice if I didn't share it with the people around me. Like I feel a calling deep down inside of me to go out and share it with people. I want to become a facilitator and I want to learn from you. Like there's, there's other teacher trainings out there, but I want to learn specifically this technique and I want to learn how you, how you do it. And I want that support. And so we just heard that time and time and time again. And there was a part of, I will say for, at least for me, I know Corey was like, okay, let's do it. Let's do teacher training. And for me, <laughs> there was like this, there was this resistance. I had stuff to overcome in order to step into that role of, you know, really leading other people to become facilitators, but just got to the point where we're like, okay, we, we have to do this. Like, it's not even uh, like a, should we, or should we not? It's, it just became a, a must. Amazing. Well, I personally am so grateful that you both chose to follow that and do this in the world because mm -hmm. I'm so grateful to be trained by you and to know you both. And now to get to be able to share this with people that I work with. It's so incredible. Mm -hmm. And awesome. so it's so exciting for us to see to see you. And like, when you were sharing that you're, you're incorporating this more and more into your business, into the work that you do like that, that nothing else lights me up more than to hear, to hear that, you know, to incredible people like you sharing this with the world. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. All right. So just as we wrap up here, um, where can people find you? How can they get in touch with you? I know you mentioned you have free resources on your website you have classes that you host monthly, um, but where can people find you? What's the best way to connect with you right now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say as far as like connection is Instagram. You can go to uh, at the healing couple underscore. And if you're listening to this podcast and there was something that landed for you or something that resonated, we, we love to hear that. So don't be shy. Send us a DM, you know, let us know, just even saying hello. Um, we love to connect on there with, with people. And we have a lot of our resources there on Instagram. You can always just go into the link in our bio, but you can also just go to the healing and you'll see our freebie there as a place to just get started and, and, and open up, um, your journey with, with the breath and you can find all of our other classes and, and, and teacher training too. If you're feeling that pull, like, you know, you did Chelsea, um, our teacher training is there on our website. Amazing. I will link your Instagram website and the link for teaching training, teacher mm -hmm. training under the, um, 
description for this episode so that it's easy access for anybody who's interested. Thank you both for hanging in with my extra raspy voice today. I very much appreciate it. (laughs) And thank you so much for being here. Mm, Thank you so much for having us. Love you, Chelsea. Love you.